This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Welcome. This is Pastor Callie with Warrior Watch. We're so happy to be here this morning. So thankful for what God is doing through this uh, network, through uh, Dale and Jean Gentry, uh, my mother and father in the gospel. We love them so much. Uh, we believe that God is raising up prayer warriors across America. I want to encourage you to pray. Nothing happens in the earth outside of our prayer life. And so we're, we just, we're seeing the effects of prayer in our own lives. We're seeing the effects of prayer in our churches. And today I have a wonderful woman of God, Laura Davenport. She's a pastor, her and her husband, pastor, uh, heritage church in Vancouver, um, mighty man and woman of God. I just had the pleasure of spending, um, several days with them for a woman's conference. And I got to stay over the weekend. I just love them and what they're doing for the kingdom of God. I love their church. I love their heart. I love their humility. But you know, with everyone that walks in an anointing and has paid a price, there's always been contending. There's always been a time where you walk through some darkness and some, some real trial. And this, this couple is no different. They've They've really, uh, they've been through some things and it's made them trust Jesus more, love Jesus more, and it's made them so tender and compassionate. And I'm so excited about having Laura. We're going to talk today about contending for your miracle. And uh, Laura, I just want you to take uh, a few minutes and just introduce yourself and just say whatever you want to say this morning. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Callie, for having me. I just, I honor and bless you as such a woman of faith who I love with my whole heart. And I'm just so thankful how the Holy Spirit uses you and your ministry. So thank, thank you, you so much for inviting us. And and we had a wonderful time. Our church is always blessed. We're continuing to hear testimonies even as the week unfolds from your time with us. So thank you so much for that. Praise yes. the Lord. <clears throat> so my husband and I do, we've been pastoring. I, I, I grew up in a pastor's home. It's sort of all that I knew. So when it was time to grow up and be <laughs> a big girl, that's just what I did. Yeah. I, I married a pastor and a, a, a guy after God's heart, and we just right away started started working in churches and 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 began to have a family, and had our firstborn son, Precious Benjamin. We have four kids. Actually, I'll just introduce them all to you. We have Benjamin, who is 18 and graduated from high school, and Emily, who is 15 and just finished her first year of of high school, our freshman year. And then we have our two sons of thunder, we call them. And that is <laughs> Maxwell, who's 11 and Spencer, who is eight. And they are just our pride and joy. And we thank Jesus for them and everything that he has for them. But early, early on in, in Benjamin's life, I was actually pregnant with Max. We, we were just noticing some things that may, that maybe he was not achieving physically that others, young guys, young boys, his age would. And through some 
through some medical testing and such, we were told that Benjamin has a, a disease that doesn't really make sense to anybody because it's a genetic disease, but he was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy when he was in first grade. And it was more than a sucker punch to our guts. Yeah, we can imagine. were, we, it just, it knocked us off our feet. If I could be really honest, it was a, a shock. And, and I, I think for me, even more so because not more so than Brian, but just for me, what specifically shocked me was I just, it didn't make sense because I was like, no, wait, I love Jesus. I serve God and God's good. It yes, right. sense to me. This isn't supposed to happen. You know, that's right. just where, where my frame of reference was. And, and to just kind of be confronted with what darkness is what it felt like at the time. It's someone telling you, you know, your, your son is not well and, and not, and may not live. That's not anything any parent wants to hear. No, no, no. Whatsoever. And so it, it, after the kind of the tailspin, if I'm honest, you know, it wasn't like we was just straight away, you know, our faith built up <laughs> overnight, but after our tailspin, the Lord just really began to minister to us and the people around the world began to pray and send in their prayers to us. Just friends of people we didn't know would be awakened in the night to pray for Benjamin and things like that. And I know, you know, this and those listening, when you have people of faith encouraging you and praying for you, it, it makes you feel like God does see, still see you and knows you. Yes. And, and, and he's, and you're, and you're reminded, Oh wait, you know, he does know my name and yes. there's nothing like it when you, when you recognize and you are confronted with the fact that he knows your name. Yes. And there was such comfort in, in those, in those prayers in that early on, in those early on times. And then we just decided to survive <laughs> for us. We were just going to not name it over Benjamin. It wasn't something we were ignoring. It wasn't like, oh, we don't see this, you know, we don't see the disease or we don't see the effects. We just aren't going to name it. We're not going to come into agreement with it. It was our, it was a personal decision. Not everyone, you know, walks through their their process of healing like that. But that was for us important because we just felt like that the enemy had an, an assignment or an agenda over Benjamin and we weren't going to come into agreement with it. Right. Right. So we just really, what, what I did for me was I just had to remind myself of God's goodness. And so you, we just soaked in testimonies in scripture. We would, we would read the testimonies of what Jesus did the goodness of God soak in real like present day testimonies, we'd get books. We asked for healing rooms to send us testimonies, everything, sure. you know, because it, it encourages you. It builds your faith sure. and you begin to believe, you know, that he, cause he's the same. It's the same Holy ghost then as it is now. There's no difference. Yes. So we just began to read those things and encourage ourselves and, and capture any other thoughts. And for, for us, you know, a lot of the, healing scriptures. I would just, we would read over and over again. We would just declare over Benjamin at the same time, we're pastoring, we're praying, we're seeing miracles happen in other people's lives. Yeah. And it's, and, and yet contending with the fact that we're not seeing it in our own home, but what I, and this isn't something to toot my husband's horn or however you would say that, but we never, we never would allow ourselves to be jealous. Does that make sense? Yes, of course. Or even, or even think, well, instead what we would do 
is just be like, okay, so see right there that happened. So it can happen for us. Yes. Yes. So that was, that was something that was really important for us to do. And, and Benjamin was able to see, like we would have special services and he'd sit on the front row and he, he, with his own eyes would see the goodness of God in front of him. Yes. And, and, and that, I think that's so important. I don't want to, because I have to, for my own sake, keep my joy on and, and keep choosing hope. I always want to say for someone else that's right in the middle of their contending, their crud, their diagnosis, that I'm not, it's not, I'm not insensitive to that because I've walked, I've cried, I've not slept through those dark hours, but I always want to express that that's not where you have to stay. No. You can get up in the morning and just make, it's a choice. That's the hardest part, I think, is we have to just step into the choice of saying, today I choose to trust Jesus. Sometimes for me, I'll never forget the one time for me where the, to say the words, I just wept it, but I had to say, I trust you, Jesus, yes. with Benjamin. Yes. Those words, I almost like just would explode on the inside because it seems so silly for someone else. Of course you would. But when something like that happens, you want to do everything in your possibility to protect. Sure, sure. And so it was child. like, okay, I have to do this then. But to actually release it again to Jesus, which is the best, but there's such a surrender in that. And, and I just encourage you if, if you're in, in a situation, even just right now where you're contending for a miracle in your life or in a family member's life, just to say those words that you trust Jesus. I trust you, Jesus, because they're simple words, but they are, it's like a release. I just felt the, the Holy Spirit just, just fall on me when I said that. And the healing and hope. There's such a dynamic of your family. Um, the Bible, you know, we all know that, that, that the Lord doesn't kill, steal, and destroy. That nothing Absolutely. bad that ha- happens in our life comes from the hand of the Lord. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. We know that. Yes. But there is something so powerful when we do go through something. The Bible talks about knowing Jesus in the fellowship of his suffering. Mm. And I, I, there's, there's always a sweet fragrance of with anybody that's been through any kind of suffering where Jesus has, they've, they've allowed Jesus to be formed in them and brought them through. And, and Jesus doesn't bring suffering. He delivers us from suffering. But many times when suffering happens and we know suffering happens, I mean, we can't deny the fact that suffering happens to mankind. And even with Christians, sometimes we are the, we are the target of suffering. The enemy comes in and tries to swipe at us or hurt us or steal mm-hmm. from us. But knock us out. Knock us out. But the Lord has promised that if we will give it to him, if we will surrender it to him, if we will allow him, that he will actually, there's a fragrance that comes to the fellowship of his suffering. And because that's what Jesus, he went through suffering so that you and I could be free. And there's something about your family when I was with you this this time in particular there's a fragrance and a closeness mm. of your with your family and a love Thank for each other Jesus. that 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 particular suffering I'm sure just drew you closer. Yeah, absolutely. Everything that you said I agree with and I think even it's for me, growing up in church and knowing what Jesus did on the cross was a was a big deal. We we get to live eternally, yet, like you're saying, kind of walking through and seeing 
the suffering, that whole, he, the, the, the line where it was his punishment that he was pierced for our transgressions, yes. crushed for our iniquities. Yes. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed, became something completely different for me. It, yes. The cross became, it was always a big deal, but it became so much more real and, and precious yes. for me, I think, because he already paid for it, our suffering. It's yes. already done. Yes. It's already done. And that's, that's a truth that we have to keep declaring. Over, over each other, and over yes, yeah. over each well, other. You're actually you're living it. You're you're in a very authentic place to practice the power of God and to believe and to receive the power of God. And what happens in situations when we suffer, and we allow the Lord to heal us, deliver us, set us free, or we wait on the healing, or we wait on His process? Because sometimes we have nothing to do. We just but wait. It's Him that right. does it. But what, what I found in myself is my areas of suffering has literally doubled the size of my heart. Mm. Yeah. It's doubled the size of my heart for people that come into my, into my life that are suffering and whether they're suffering from their own mistakes right. or they're suffering from a situation like you and Brian had nothing to do with this. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. we suffer from our own decisions. I mean, exactly. I, there's been times I've suffered from my own decisions, but you know, yeah, Jesus doesn't necessarily, his healing is not distinctive. He doesn't say, okay, I'm going to heal you because you had nothing to do with your suffering. And I'm not going to heal you because you made a bad choice. He, the thing no. is his, his, uh, his freedom is free. His deliverance is free. His love is free. And he doesn't, he doesn't distinguish, you know, where the suffering came from. But I have watched in my own life, the suffering that I've endured or that I've gone through. And Jesus has brought me through those areas and times of suffering. It's made me where I, it's taken the judgmental, the, uh, the pharisaical, Right. The, the Sadducee type person, you know, because listen, I came from, uh, you know, I came from classic Pentecostal mm -hmm. and I came from classic Pentecostal. That was a very strict sect, which, you know, we didn't, we didn't smoke, chew, drink. We didn't, you know, our dress, <laughs> our dr girls who do. Yeah. We right. didn't go with girls who do. I, my dresses yeah. were long. My hair was long. I didn't watch TV. I didn't go to the movies. I, I didn't have, you know, any kind of premarital sex. I, I, I lived what was preached that you had to preach and I was proud of it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I looked at people. I mean, this is my personal testimony. I, I thought if you weren't like me, you weren't going to heaven. I mean, yeah, that, that's, ex I, I, that's exactly, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I believed, no, I believed absolutely. that, that you had to be oh, like yeah. me, you know? And I thought if you didn't speak in tongues, you weren't going to heaven, you know? And I, there was a lot of things and, and we all need to speak in tongues. We all need the power of the Holy Ghost, yes. but it was just Thanks so religious. And what happens mm -hmm. is when I found myself, uh, backslid, not serving God, you know, pregnant, out of marriage, um, you know, just everything that I thought was horrible in everybody else's life, suddenly I'm doing it, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm yeah. in my 30s and I'm like, this is things that girls do at 16, 17, and I'm in my 30s acting like a teenager. 
it was then that I got a revelation of, and I, I brought suffering on myself. I literally brought suffering, but I, I came to God. He rescued me. But it was then I got a revelation of his mercy, his love, his goodness. Yes. And then through that recipient of, cause I'd wrecked my own life through my own decisions, you know, God rescued me and my, my heart immediately doubled in size. Yeah. It just doubled yeah. in size because, and that's what happens when we go through. And then I've had times of suffering that I had nothing to do with it. It was just something that happened and it wasn't, right. it wasn't my own my own demise. It was just, I went through a life circumstances stance, but it, whether it's something you do that brings it on or it's like you and Brian and you didn't have any choice over that matter. Right. You know, the, it, your right. firstborn child, Ben comes into the world, you know, the, the joy of our firstborn child. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're realizing this boy is sick. And, right. and it's not something that can be fixed with an antibiotic or a, no. or a medicine. We need the healing power of God. Absolutely. You've been preaching this it your can. whole life. And now, yes. now you're faced with what, you know, how, it, what am I going to do with the gospel now? Right. What <laughs> is everything I've said? Do I believe it? Yes. Too, you know, and then, and, and we've talked about this before. The devil doesn't play fair. No, he, he never doesn't. has. And, and he whispers, I think that's something that even just as, as I've walked through this process, he's a sneaky little whisperer. And if we don't capture those thoughts, those whispers, we, you, we, then we're, then we're, we can't get out of bed in the morning yes. or we can't really see the hope that, that stands in front of us. And going back to even just what you said about how no matter what kind of suffering we're walking through, whether it's circumstances of a choice we made or just just shocking and because we live on earth, we don't right, yet right. live in heaven. It doesn't say in the scripture that he heals just some, no. that he's paid for just some. It's all everywhere, even in all. Psalms. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefit, who forgives all sins, heals all diseases, yes. every one of them, yes. every one of our suffering is what he paid for. And I think for me, I want people, I, I have such a passion for people to really grasp that it's our, it, the finished work of the cross, that we don't have to work for our healing. We don't yeah. have to work for his forgiveness. We, we just look at that cross and confront it. Yes. Repent. Yes. But really let every, I mean, every single thing, every single wound every single moment he was on there was for me was for you was for benjamin was for everyone yes and yes. to and to and to sit and just let the holy spirit minister to you in that it's it's powerful it's it's like putting on a coat of hope i just that's the picture i get i just i'm putting on this coat of hope it's a protection around me no dart of the enemy will come into me I think that's so important too, that we just, as you're walking through, as you're contending for your miracle, you guard your ears and your heart, you that's guard it. what you watch, you that guard is. what you read, because it's important to keep your faith on. That's it's so it's, important. It's exactly. And it's not that you're being hypocritical and it's nope. not that you're not deny that you're denying reality, but right. reality and truth are two different things. Absolutely. And you know, I, I, true to be, I choose to believe truth. In the face of reality. And I, I literally had to do that with my son 
my my reality, my oldest son was in drug addiction and his wife was in drug addiction and in reality in 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 the physical it looked right, like in front all, of you. yeah in front of me it looked like we're in trouble i mean like mm-hmm. i was wondering if his mind was gone if it would ever be restored i mean that's how messed up the situation appeared to be but and i i want i wish i could tell you that i really passed that with flying colors but I think I was much like you when you got the news with Benjamin. Mm-hmm. I was in such shock and such like this doesn't happen to my kids. I've been exactly. in church my whole life. They don't they don't turn into drug addicts. What what's right. you know, this doesn't make sense. And so once I got through all that stupid rationale, because the the enemy yeah. he doesn't care whether they've been raised in church their whole life. He oh. goes after them more than he does anybody else. Once I got through yeah. all that and just discarded that and began to quit saying all the negative things that the enemy was speaking in my ear and begin to say, you know, I pulled out every prophecy of what God yep. had said. I I began to just declare the truth. I watched him get free. I watched him get healed. I watched him he's oh, walked, yeah. he's two and a half years in this process. Him and his wife they're doing fantastic. But it's been a process of healing, but yeah. it started with me not identifying with what was in front of me in in a reality sense, but start identifying with the truth of God's word. Yes, yes, that's Lo- right. Logos word and Rama word over him. And I think this this really applies to every area of our life. I mean, yes, it, it, does. It, it really applies to every area of our life. One of the things that I noticed... Uh, in the congregation of heritage is such an anointing for healing. There's a real anointing in your church for healing. There's been a price paid. The faith that you Mm -hmm. and Brian have walked in believing and knowing that God is going to heal Ben and Benjamin. Yeah. And that, you know, it's already happened in the spirit. You're just waiting for the manifestation in the natural, but that yes. faith and that contending is literally, I feel like it's tangible in your services and, and that's a gift. You know, when we contend for something and we stand in faith, many times we begin to see it in the external before we actually see it in our own personal lives. And so I feel when I, I felt very strong when I was in the meetings, that there is such a atmosphere for healing and for deliverance and for being set free in heritage church. And, and I know that the there's been a price paid for that. There's you and you and pastor Brian have paid a price, um, in your own family with contending for God's word. Yes. And I just, I agree with you in that. I, I, because in the sense that I say, yes, amen, so be it, because that is what we want. We want, I mean, everyone wants that, but for, for us, for heritage, it's been the cry of heritage's heart that we be a house of healing because even we, I, we've been even praying just as people pull in the parking lot, you know, and this is what you can do in your life and your church ministries. But as people pull in the parking lot that they write that we way since the power of the Holy spirit and that just healings happen, even without the laying on of hands, of course, yes. we love to lay hands on people. Yes. But my favorite, my favorite testimonies a few weeks ago somebody was sitting in worship, didn't even, didn't even come forward for the prayer time and the Lord healed their knee. You know, they'd had like a a knee. I don't know if it was a knee replacement or what the situation was, but there's many times where we'll hear testimonies where 
I was just sitting in worship and, and, and now I don't hurt anymore. And, and that's, that's what you want. That's what, what's what Jesus wants. And we want what he wants. Lord, I just, just, I just thank you. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just thank you for, um, Laura and for pastor Brian and Laura and their, their contending, their faith, their love for you. And Lord, we just pray as everyone's listening today, that there will be a rise in faith and that your people will begin to devour your word and, and write out the prophetic words that come forth over their life and stand in faith for what they're contending for. Because this, um, your faith your faith is what the enemy is after. And I just declare that our faith is being stretched, strengthened, Hallelujah. and encouraged. Yes. We're going to take a few minutes. We're going to have a song here. Uh, and we're just going to worship the Lord. And I just declare that while this song is going, your faith is just being strengthened. I declare as Laura speaks the word of God and speaks her testimony, that God, the faith of your people is being strengthened yes. and encouraged. And we'll be right back with you in a minute.
I'm so excited to have Pastor Laura Davenport and here with me today. And we're talking about contending for a miracle. And she has been talking to us about their journey with Benjamin, their oldest child, her and Brian. And um, they, they've really lived this out. And uh, it's just been a beautiful, beautiful um experience for me to get to know them and their family and their church and what they're doing in the kingdom of God. But the next part of this, uh, the next segment of this show is we're going to talk about staying away from fear, you know, how Mm. to, how to completely uh, just really stay in faith and stay away from fear. So I want Laura to just go on and take it from this point. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want to just say, say quickly that song, that worship song that we had played was an I love what it says that he is our shield and our comfort because first that's what we need. And, and during the early stages of, in fact, the very, in the 24 hours after we found out about Benjamin's diagnosis, we went to a pastor's church meeting. We're, we're pastors. And so there, it was a time for our conference and we were broken. We didn't want to go, but our parents, both of our parents who love Jesus said, you got to go, just go. And we went and when we, we walked in late and when we walked in, this, that song was being sung at worship wow. and we just both just dropped. I mean, I, no, <sighs> not, no kidding, dropped to the ground and just wept and let those words sing over us. And I think I just want to say that for f- people because the Lord can minister through those worship songs. You know, if you, if, if sometimes that's all, sometimes in my van, that would be all I could put on was worship songs or songs, songs of healing. Because again, when, when the enemy doesn't play fair, fear is is evil it is a spirit yes and you don't want that spirit in you i firsthand testimony being delivered from the spirit of fear and then continuing to to keep that at bay for me was something i did not expect it was one of those i guess consequences of walking through this for me in the sense that i i didn't even know that i had just allowed the toxic thoughts that the enemy's scary words to, to take control kind of, of my mind. And I did, I just, I, before I knew it, I was really battling with fear and the Lord delivered me a few years ago from that. But when I say that it's, it's also, it's not, doesn't mean it's done because fear is around at every corner if we let it. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that I really do my very best humanly possible to just keep at bay. I have, if you come to my house and Pastor Kelly has, I have words all over my wall. <laughs> Every room in my house has something to do with hope, being brave, yes. keeping courage on, having no fear, that we are a fear-free home. Not because I just, I think these words are magic, but because I believe that God does not want us to have the spirit of fear. It's it's horrible. It robs us of joy. It It robbed me of just being present with my children enjoying the moments that we had then. And, and I love the scriptures that tell us, don't be afraid. I would look up every one of them. I put them all over my, all over my house in Matthew and Luke over and over again. He says, do not be afraid, just believe. And it was when, you know, parents were coming to him with their children's need for healing. I was like, that's me. I'm coming to you with my child, heal my child. And he says, don't be afraid, just believe. And so I, we do, we just believe, we just believe that God is good. And I love this, this other scripture in Isaiah where it says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. There's just, 
every, every scripture I could find where he would tell us not to be afraid. I would write down, I would read, I would, I would declare and keep, keep loving Benjamin. That was the thing because when, when we were letting fear in, it was like turning off love. Does that make sense? Sure. Love, love takes the fear away. So if we just, our job one day, Brian said that the Lord told him, your job is to love Ben period. So once we just like, and, and that sounds silly, of course we love him, but just not to worry, not to fret. Well, not to and work. two, listen, I've, I've dealt with this with my own children. Sometimes we, if we're not careful, and this is me talking about me, I have loved my children under the auspices of my own expectations of them. Mm, yeah. Versus, no, that's true. versus who they just are. And who, who God made them to be and uh, under my own dreams for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think about, you think about you and your husband, you, your firstborn son, you dream about your, uh, Brian dreamed about playing ball with him, dreamed about him Absolutely. standing in the pool, lifting weights, him, lifting yeah. weights. But you know what I loved about, uh, this is, it just, it so captures my heart with pastor Brian and you as well is I don't notice that you have a child that's disabled mm-hmm. yeah. because y'all make it a part. It is just life. And, yeah. and I got to thinking about pastor Brian, we got to the church and I thought he has to come out and get Ben out of the car, lift him out mm-hmm. and bring him in. They go to church and then he has to get Brian back in. I mean, uh, Ben back into the car and it's not a, it's not a, I mean, I don't know if it was always this way, but it's like, this is, this is where we're at right now and we're going right. to enjoy it. And it just brought such faith to my heart that mm. y'all have, uh, you've not embraced the fact that he's not healed, but you've embraced where you're at and you're living for God at its fullest. And that's what we need to do as Christians, no matter yes. where we're at in life. Absolutely. That. Thank you for saying that. That's such truth. Not, I, I don't mean thank you for you know, complimenting us, but yes, that is I get so, it. That, because that is hard. Yes, it, it is. is. I mean, you know, it, we, we had to make a choice early on. You know, we can't let this right. What, like what you were saying, the reality in front of me is this. So let's just, we're going to ex- not accept it, but we're just going to deal with do it. what we do here on earth, deal with it while contending in heaven. While to, loving to everybody in the and process. Keeping, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And in, in a way for us, what has helped us is, just we don't identify ourselves as as that. We don't even identify Benjamin any different. I mean, yes, of course. Is it completely obvious that he drives a scooter and it, that can't do certain things that that others his age can do? Yes, but 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 why dwell on those things? Yeah, why yeah. sit and think about that when there's so much other things to do? In fact, just really quick, what's been so amazing in the last month with Ben alone is that he is is allowing the Holy spirit to speak to him and without even telling us or, or not that he would have to, but he's been messaging people, sending, sending notes to people of words of encouragement. And I have no idea he's done this. They, they call me and they're like, you won't believe this, but Ben sent this on this day. And I was going through, it was like, right when they needed to hear it, the Lord. And, and I'm just like, what the heck, buddy, this is awesome. Why don't you tell us that you're doing these wonderful things? But he's, you know, he's kind of always been that way. When he got filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues, he, he didn't tell us. 
we found out later we're looking at him and he's speaking in tongues we're like what when did you get that you know <laughs> That's he's so just that awesome. kind of a, he's that kind of a kid but i love that even for him he he's never allowed and and i i thank the lord for this i think it's our prayers that have prayed for the protection of that but never allowed himself to feel sorry for himself or have the or he's just let the lord use him where he's is isn't that beautiful for, it is wonderful and i think for all of us where we are what we're contending for doesn't mean we just stop our life i love to still we, we still lay hands on on kids we still lay hands on people we still believe for healings and I, it's so important to do that and and yet at the same time i will in in on honesty while doing that, I, I had moments still where there's that fear that comes and grips us. And I, I want to say that if you're in that, I just pray that you recognize. I think for me, I did not recognize that it was a spirit, an evil spirit. Yes. And once I did, I wanted nothing to do with it. It was, yes. it's like I had a disgust for fear. I mean, yes, there's holy fear. That's not what I'm talking about whatsoever. I'm not talking about the fear of the Lord. I'm talking about the evil whispers that of, of the, the sure. ones that he comes the to lies. rob and kill. Yes. yes. The lies. Once I, I realized it was evil. I just, I did everything, get it out of me, keep it away. Lord, you know, protect my mind and thoughts to not even let that enter in. And it's so important because you can, you can love Jesus your whole life and know scripture and still something like that can sneak up on you. Well, sure. Because we're still human and we have, like I said, we have expectations. We grow up thinking, you know, we grow up believing we're going to have a fairy tale life. And in many aspects we do, but all of us yeah. have had some area where the enemy has come in and stolen from us. And mm-hmm. that's the area that God wants us to submit to him. One of the things I feel so strong about just listening to you, Laura, uh, is you have a real um, testimony and voice to the to to men and women that are hurting you you don't mm. even realize the anointing that that just I don't think you realize the anointing that flows off of you and I just see God using you you're going to write I see you writing this little book it's going to be you know a small one but it's going to be a book that just I believe God's going to use it to fly around the the, the world and encourage mm. people that are contending for a miracle there's an anointing on you for healing and there's an anointing on you for faith and uh i just declare in jesus name that you're you're entering into a new season in your own ministry you and you and brian or or pastor brian are really entering into a new season as a couple as a church and then you in particularly uh you've always viewed yourself as a a loving mama uh, pastor's wife and but you are also a minister in your own right and uh, God is really really um, expanding you and helping you to mm. see because you have such a heart of love and there's there is no um, there's no guile in you and uh, Jesus really really is just uh, very proud of you he's very proud of you, Thank you this has not been an easy thing this is something you've been through for many years but you've walked this thing out you stayed faithful and I see God really blessing you and Pastor Brian in such a powerful way right now I just want to pray uh, just for a yes. few minutes and then we'll go back and finish talking about it. Lord I just thank you yes thank for the you, people Father. that are listening that are in the place where they're contending for a miracle yes, they're contending they're they're uh, they're in the dark 
that dark oh, hallway Jesus. between Rescue. doors. And I just thank you, Rescue. Lord, that your light is shining in on your people today. And whether they're yes. contending for a physical healing or they're contending for a relationship, are they contending yeah. for uh, finances, are they contending for just even spiritual health? Most importantly, God, the Bible says as our soul prospers, so does everything else. And I just declare the light of your yes. word the light of your testimony. I declare the words of Laura, the words that, that she's been teaching and testifying of your goodness are going out over the airways today and lives yes, are being changed by yes, the Jesus. power of the gospel. And I just thank you, Lord, that there are people being healed right now that are yes, being right healed now. of all types of physical diseases, whether they're, uh, it's diabetes or it's some sort of uh, 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 a major organ or their mm -hmm. uh, lymph system or uh, some sort of autoimmune disease. We just declare that if they're suffering mm -hmm. with any of these, they're being healed. Uh, yes, I, just I just declare that all uh, mental diseases, all depression, Hallelujah. all, all uh, discouragement is being arrested by the power of the Holy Ghost and you're setting everything yes. in order, Lord. You're giving your people hope. I just declare a blanket of hope is going out over the airways and, yes. and, your, and, your, and your daughters and your sons are receiving the hope God that comes with your word and the testimony of your people and I just declare the hope that's going out over the airways I yes. declare that Vancouver will be saved I declare that heritage yes. is going to be a beacon a mercy gate of hope Lord a mercy yes. gate of healing a mercy gate of righteousness a mercy gate of abundant blessings I declare the favor of the Lord over that congregation and over Hallelujah. Pastor Brian and Pastor Laura and that whole leadership team. I declare that every family will be strong in the Lord. I declare hundreds of new families coming into the church. Yes, I declare you, that Father. Northwest region, God, we just declare revival in that whole yes. region, God, in Portland, yes. in the collective Jesus, in every thank part you, of those, every church is represented yes. of yes. Jesus Christ, that the pastors will have ex extreme revival. Hallelujah. We, we thank you for revival in Texas and celebration of yes. life. We yes, thank we you, do. Lord, for what you're doing in, in Texas. We thank you for what you're doing in America. We thank you for thank a revival you, of we prayer more. and faith, God, that our faith would arise. God, that our yes. faith would arise, that we would see everything through your word and through the truth of your word, God, that we would yes. not look at things in, in, in so much the natural, but we would realize our whole lives are really influenced by what we say what we believe and that the supernatural oh, yeah. is more real. The su our supernatural life is more real than our actually natural life. And I just declare it and yes. decree it. Give us some of the scriptures Laura, that you've used along the way. Uh, yeah. Just encourage yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I've shared some and if I share them again, please forgive me. Oh, but no, this no, one I love here, Mark eleven twenty four. Whatever I ask in prayer and believe, it will be mine. Yes. I love that one. Yes. James 1, 6. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Those are ones where I would remind myself, I don't have to doubt. I don't have to fear. He wants to do this. It's already been done. And then um, praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. I, we would read the Psalms. I would read, I encourage you to read through the miracles of Jesus, that right there alone. If you don't have testimonies right in front of you in your church or in your, in your personal life, start with 
the the life of Jesus where he's walking this earth and and ministering, because guess what? That's the same that we can get now. So when I would read a testimony and I would see what he did there, I would say, you can do it now. You can do it now. I, I claim that testimony for my life now, whatever that is that you might be walking in. I just agree with everything that Pastor Callie just prayed for the healing in in your personal life. But, and then, and then we would, we would read, you know, things that the, that the, the supernatural, wonderful signs and wonders that the Holy Spirit can do through churches. I love, there's a book that I love. It's called, they told me their stories. And I can't remember the author's name, but it's stories about the Azusa street revival. Wow. We read that to our kids. That's the thing too. There's no junior Holy Spirit. So if you have young children, you we want them to encounter the same Holy Spirit that we have. So we would, as a family, we read that. In fact, with this, we're going through it again. I think it's our second or third time reading the testimonies and and declaring that that's the same. There's no different. He's the same. He's the same God. And so we just would same Holy Ghost. So we say yes now. We want this now in this in this church, in our home, in our bodies, in our family. And it, it, before you know it, it's kind of like, you're just, you, you've got your superhero face on now and you're ready to take it on and, and give it away. Give, give God's love away, give his goodness away. And it's reminding yourself, God is good. He has good for you. That is Those so are things good. that we would do. That is so yeah. Good. And continue to, you know, I, I love, um, I love Brian and you so much. Uh, I love the, auth- love you. I love the authentic, G- the authenticity of your faith. I love the, the honesty of what you've been through. Uh, I believe this, this generation needs authentic people. Yes. They need to know what we do in the face of trouble. Um, they need to know where we go. See the, the difference between us and the people out there that are not saved is we have a hope. That's right. And they go, yeah, we have a hope. We go through things too, but we have a hope. We have a deliverer. Yeah. We have a savior. We have a, a Christ that we lean on. And, and they, you know, they actually need to know what we do when trouble comes. That's what's going to cause people to want our Jesus is yes. because they know what, you know, I see, I see pastor Brian. I see pastor Laura. I see them with their four beautiful children. I see them with Benjamin. I see them laughing. I see them loving. I see them, you know, and they say, Oh my God, I want this Jesus. And it's not right. that your life is void of no trouble. It's your life is full of the power yes. and faith of God. We, yes, you know, if you true. live in this life, the Bible says you will have trouble. We live in a mm-hmm. fallen world. Um, yeah. Now, Jesus has redeemed us and he has freed us from Thank the curse Lord. of the law. But sometimes we still have to deal with that process of going through it. And, and you know, I don't have all the answers. I know you don't. And I know that mm-hmm. none of us do. But what, no. I, what I do know is Jesus is good. God That's is right. good. What That's I, right. That's what right, I, right there. What I do know is that he loves me with such a yes. passion and that he's yes. come to make my life free and give me abundant life. What I do know Hallelujah. is that no weapon formed against me will prosper, will prosper. and That's anything right. that the enemy rises against me, God is going to defend me. He is going to free me and he is going to work even the things out that the enemy meant to destroy. God will turn them around for my good because this is That's a, right. we serve a good God. And I just, yes, I'm do. just so thankful for what the Lord is doing um, in our midst. We're going to have another song here, and uh, then we'll come right back to pray and close out our program. Thank you. 
We're just so thankful that we've been able to talk about contending for your miracle. Uh, Pastor Laura, will you just pray real quickly for the people listening today? Yes. Lord, I just thank you that you are good. I thank you, God, that you love us. And Holy Spirit, I just, I ask you right now to come and minister, minister to your children. Lord, I speak to hearts right now that are just feeling the grip of fear. And we say fear must leave in Jesus name. There's no room for fear, no room for condemnation. We come against condemnation. That is not from the Holy spirit. We speak your peace. We speak your love. And Lord, I pray right now that hope would rise, rise like, like a tide, huge, huge tide and would crash over people right now that your holy hope the, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Lord, I pray that people would feel the love of Christ yes. in their hearts right now and give love away. Lord, we pray for forgiveness to come. Yes. God, I ask that those, Lord, I, I ask even those that are, are angry with you for the circumstances yes. that they're in would forgive, yes. would just realize that you do not cause harm to yes. us. You are there for us to reach up and grab hold of and say help. And you are there in our time of need. So I just speak forgiveness over hearts. Yes, I speak Lord. forgiveness over families and over marriages that are broken. Yes. Lord, those that are in the just feeling that that there is no way out of what they're in right now. They're in a pit and they can't get out. We say, come out of the pit and we say peace and joy and strength. We speak that everything you did on the cross is ours. And we continue to declare we are healed as we wait for the full manifestation of that, that we will receive. And we thank you, Jesus, for love. I pray you would pour your love on us today. May we just, may it be poured from the top of our heads all the way down to our toes that we would just receive your love and your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for everything that we can have in us. We just love you you so much. Uh, Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing in amongst uh, your people today. Laura, tell us where we can uh, find your ministry. Yes, thank you. All right. So we're Heritage Church in Vancouver, Washington. And our website is heritagenorthwest.org. We meet on Sunday mornings at 9 and 11. And would would love, if you're local and you're looking for a home church, we'd love to love you. Okay. We love you. Thank you, we Laura. We love you. Have a wonderful you, day. Kelly. We'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye. For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.